This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Morning and a warm welcome to the second half of Catholic Radio on MPR, Te Reo Irirangi o Na Tangatato o Manawatu. We will be sharing a radio liturgy during which we will pray together, listen to and reflect on the Bible readings for the day, as well as getting a little bit of news from our parishes. I'm June Hurley and joining me in the studio today are... Alice Martin and Kevin Campbell. So good morning, Kevin and Alice. Good Good morning. morning. Today is the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, which Pope Francis decreed should be recognised as the Sunday of the Word of God. In our first reading of Isaiah, the prophet predicts future liberation for the oppressed Jewish people. In the Gospel, this wonderful prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled in Jesus the light of the world. And in our second reading, Paul launches a passionate appeal for unity in the Christian community of Corinth. I am the light, I am the light, light, of, the world. light of the world. Be not afraid, Be not afraid. I walk with you. I am the light, light of the world. And you will walk with me. With God, the word was life, the word gave us light. Light for the world shines in the dark, the light that will never ever die. I am the light, I am the light, light of the world. Of the world. Be, not Be not afraid, I walk with you. I, walk with you. I am the light, I am the light. light of the world. With you. I, walk with you. I am the light, I am the light. light of the world. Light of the world. 
to this world To call you to the light Come walk in the light Come walk with me I am the light Light of the world Be not afraid I'll walk with you I am the light Light of the world And you will walk with me For all your days In the light In all that you do Sing to God Yes, sing songs of praise I am the light Light of the world Be not afraid I'll walk with you I am the light Light of the world And you walk with me I am the light, light of the world. Be not afraid. I walk with you. I am the light, light of the world. And you walk with me. And let us begin our liturgy in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The people that lived in darkness have seen a great light. The light shines on us now as we come into God's presence. Let us reflect on our need of this precious light. Lord Jesus, you cause the light of faith to shine on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you cause the light of hope to shine on us. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ have have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, you cause the light of love to shine on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, direct your love that is within us, that our efforts in the name of your beloved Son may bring the world to unity and peace. We ask this in God's name. Amen. 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 Now let us listen to the word of the Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to me and said, There will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, the Lord brought into contempt the land of Sibylan and the land of Naphtali. But in the later time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you, as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Responsorial Psalm The Lord is my light and my salvation. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I, I be afraid? The Lord is my the Lord light, is my and, light my and my salvation. One thing I ask of the Lord that I will seek, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. The Lord, the Lord is, is my, my light, light and my, my salvation. salvation. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. The Lord, the Lord is, is my, my light and, and my salvation. salvation. <laughs> Our second reading is from the letter of Paul to the Corinthians. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, to make up the differences between you, and instead of disagreeing among yourselves, to be united again in your belief and practice. From what Chloe's people have been telling me, my dear people, it is clear that there are serious differences among you. What I mean are all those slogans that you have, like, I am for Paul, or I am for Apollos, or I am for Cephas, I am for Christ. Has Christ been parceled out? Was it Paul that was crucified for you? Were you baptised in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptise, but to proclaim the good news, and not to preach that in the terms of philosophy in which the crucifixion of Christ cannot be expressed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Alleluia, alleluia. Jesus proclaimed the good news of the kingdom and cured all kinds of sickness among the people. Hallelujah. Gospel reading is from the Gospel according to Matthew. Hearing that John had been arrested, Jesus went back to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and settled in Capernaum, a lakeside town on the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. In this way, the prophecy of Isaiah was to be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, way of the sea on the far side of Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those who dwell in the land and shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that moment, Jesus began his preaching with the message, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were making a cast in the lake with their net, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they left their nets, and at once they followed him. 
Going on from there, he saw another pair of brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. At once, leaving the boat and their father, they followed him. Jesus went around the whole of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness among the people. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The following is from a homily from the late Father Floor McCarthy. Matthew compares the arrival of Jesus on the scene to the coming of a great light to a people who had been living in deep darkness. He saw Jesus as fulfilling the great prophecy of Isaiah. The people that lived in darkness have seen a great light. On those who dwell in the land and shadow of death, a light has dawned. Mother Teresa gives us a beautiful example of a man who was brought out of darkness into light. One day in Melbourne, she visited a poor man whom nobody knew existed. The room in which he was living was in a terrible state of untidiness and neglect. There was no light in the room. The man hardly ever opened the blinds. He hadn't a friend in the world. She started to clean and tidy the room. At first he protested, saying, Leave it alone. It's all right as it is. But she went ahead anyway. Under a pile of rubbish she found a beautiful oil lamp, but it was covered with dust. She cleaned and polished it. Then she asked him, How come you never light the lamp? Why should I light it, he replied. No one ever comes to see me. I never see anybody. Will you promise to light it if one of my sisters comes to see you? Yes, he said. If I hear a human voice, I'll light the lamp. Two of Mother Teresa's nuns began to visit him on a regular basis. Things gradually improved for him. Then one day he said to the nuns, Sisters, I'll be able to manage on my own from now on. But do me a favour. Tell that first sister who came to see me that the light she lit in my life is still burning. At first he didn't like the light. He felt threatened by it. It made him uncomfortable. Why? Because it showed up the misery in which he was living. First of all, the physical misery, then the misery of spirit. But gradually he came to see it as a friend, which comforted him and brought hope into his dark existence. Thus he slowly turned his life around. The light had saved him. Of course, it wasn't the lamp itself that had done this, but the kindness and goodness it symbolised, first in Mother Teresa, then in her sister's. In order to appreciate a light, one must be conscious of one's darkness and desire to escape from it. One must realise one's need to change and want to change. Before people seek redemptions, things must go badly for them. They must have experienced the darkness of sorrow and disappointment. Then they are ripe for the light of salvation. This is why Jesus began his preaching with the message, 
Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. To repent is to admit the darkness in which we are living and to open ourselves to the light. We shower repentance by a new way of living. To be saved is to have come out of darkness into the light. Each of us has areas of darkness in our lives, fear, illness, pain, sin, guilt, loneliness, and so on. Society, too, has its dark areas, hence our need of the light of Christ. Though the light comes as a friend, it also disturbs because it shows up what is wrong. There still are many people who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. We need the light of Jesus now more than ever. Fortunately, the lamp Jesus lit continues to burn, a glowing goodness that illuminates the world. It burns in the lives of some of his followers, like Mother Teresa's sisters. The light of Jesus did not come to judge us, but to save us, to show us how to live, to show us the way to the Father's kingdom. Each of us can be a source of light to a darkened world. Indeed, each of us is called to that task. But unless our own lamp is lighting, we won't be able to enlighten anyone else. There is great joy in being in the light, and there is an even greater joy in being a source of light to others.
Christ's light shining on us, let us bring our present needs before him now. For all believers, that we may strive to walk in the light of truth and goodness. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For the countries of the world, that you guide them into the way of peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are suffering in any way, that the light of Christ love may shine through their darkness. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us, that we may live our lives as you want us to. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace everywhere, that hearts may be converted and minds changed so that all people may live in peace and safety. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For our departed relatives and friends, that they may enjoy the light of eternal life. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty God, may the radiance of your glory light up our hearts and bring us safely through the shadows of the world until we reach our homeland of everlasting life. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
And that concludes – oh, sorry, before we conclude, we do have a little bit of notices before everybody gets back to work this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, there's just – although the parish um, hasn't opened, I think it opens this week, but – there is one notice coming uh, of importance, and that's this week on Wednesday at 7 o'clock at the Diocesan Centre in Amesbury Street uh, behind the cathedral. Um, brother Peter Bray, who's a Marist brother, um, and he's vice rector, I think, of Bethlehem University, he's giving a talk um, um, focused on peace. The, the university there is working with Palestinian youth, I think, particularly, uh, and bringing peace to Palestine in the Middle East. So that's Brother Peter Bray this Wednesday, 7 o'clock, at the Diocesan Centre in Amesbury Street, just off Broadway. Thank you. And that concludes Catholic Radio for this week. But we'll be back again next Sunday at the same time. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. And thank you, Alice and Kevin, for answering the call by using your talents and spreading the good word. And during this week, let us go and light our world with the love of Jesus.
you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.